Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Power of Color Radio, where color is our passion and our companion in this transforming world. Here's your host, Arlene Arnold. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to this beautiful day, at least it's in our neck of the woods. I know that some of you are having a lot of, of rain and other kinds of things. So um, what we're planning to do today, and I have with me Leslie Romine, who is our uh, trainer for complementary color therapy. I wasn't sure she was going to be able to join me, but I'm so happy that she's here with me today. Hello, Leslie. <laughs> Hi. Glad to be here today. So we have a wonderful um, uh, uh Plan, show plan for you. We're re- looking at something that has come up over and over again. I know it's come up for Leslie and me in our own lives, but it's also come up for a lot of the people that we've worked with, and that is um, judgmentalism. And it's you know it's different. Uh, judgment in itself uh, may not have the kind of connotation that we're talking about because sometimes we talk about using good judgment. But what we're talking about today is the kind of judgment that goes into being judgmental about ourselves and other people. And um, along with that being judgmental comes this piece that says, um, you need to change or I need to change. And so there is an expectation of change that's behind the judgment. And uh, what we're going to look at is how we get into that position of of judgmentalism. And then we're going to look at how do we start to move out of that into a different place. And, and what we're going to talk about is what does it mean when we use discernment instead of being judgmental? Because there's quite a difference between them. And how do you get to that place of discernment? So... Um, we're we're going to start first with talking about um, what, how it is that this is, this comes about. So, um, Leslie, talk for a minute about how you experience that uh, judgment or your own, your own or other people judging you, that kind of thing. How did you experience that as you uh, moved through life? Oh, I think that... Um I could say, personally, growing up, um, I was the youngest of three, and um, one of the things I heard a lot from my family was, well, you're too young. You know, whenever the older kids got to do something, the judgment was, I'm too young, I, I wouldn't understand, you know, I'm not able to, I'm not big enough yet, so... <laughs> You know, that it kind of starts with that. You know, at least it did for me. And, of course, when you enter um, puberty, you know, you're very self-conscious. And so then looks become a big issue or how you perform in the group. So um, all those were pieces and places where um, not only did I learn that I you know, society or people said I should be a certain way, but that um, I learned that I could judge others that way too because they weren't, you know, meeting expectations from outside. So I think um, both 
you know, family and outside influences came to bear, you know, when I was growing up. So, you know, I was thinking about it in terms of my own um, background, too, and I think there was like a theme of judgmentalism that went ran through my family. And, I, I mean, I had a really pretty great family in many ways, but there were a lot of expectations. And um, it it didn't matter how well you did something, you could have done it better kind of thing. And uh, the thing that was always hard for me was that it was like on the one hand, I could hear a lot of judgment, and on the other hand, there was an expectation that you wouldn't be judgmental. So it was like caught between somehow. And the thing that I noticed is that what happened was that it became a pattern of judging myself. So I, as other people put certain expectations on me, then then I started putting the expectations on myself, and pretty soon I was judging myself. And then um, I find that when I'm working with people, judgment starts with our judgment of ourselves. And it then moves from the judgment of ourselves out to judging the other people around us. So I always find that what we have to do is come back and find out how we're judging ourselves, deal with that first, and then we can begin to see some of the patterns that we've taken on and uh, ones that we are now pointing toward ourselves. So um, just to kind of recap, I think the judgment comes from family, it comes from society, it comes from um, religious institutions. It comes from just all the expectations that you have in school and that kind of thing. So if we can just remember that judgment tends to come from expectations because you're you're laying out this is the way you need to be. Instead of helping people find their own inner understanding of themselves, which is what discernment is about. And we're going to spend some time talking about um, how to get to that place of discernment. So um, I just want to let people know who are listening in that if you would like to join the conversation, please feel free to call 646-595-4667 and press 1 to let us know that you would like to join the conversation. So if you have ways that you experienced judgment growing up, you might want to share that. And then as we get into discernment, you may want to um, share your version of discernment and how that looks to you. So one of the things that we have discovered through the uh, complementary color therapy, and I'm going to just tell you for a minute what that is in case people in the audience haven't heard about that. If you know about the chakra colors, the energy centers in the body, Traditionally, there are seven. We work with six because we work with them in pairs. So we work with uh, the red of the first energy center, which is in the lower part of the body, green of the heart. And then we work with the orange from the belly and the blue from the throat, and we work from the yellow of the solar plexus and the purple from the head. And those combinations are what shift the energy. So if we're talking about the fact that we're judgmental, that is an energy that's stuck in our body and in our energy field. And it's going to affect us. It's going to affect us physically, 
emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. So the idea here is to begin to shift that energy that's stuck because if we don't shift the energy, what we're operating from is a should because it's like I shouldn't be judgmental. But what you're doing is you're forcing yourself to stop thinking in a certain way and that doesn't really work because those thoughts just keep coming back and coming back and coming back. So what we found is if you can shift the energy that's stuck, then it becomes part of your normal way of being because really on the inside of us, in the deepest part of our heart, it, we're not judgmental, we're loving. So these, this judgment is like an overlay. It's something that we have taken on that's over the top of that. So uh, I thought I would just take a minute and talk about these pairs of colors in terms of what kinds of things can be judgment there. And then I'm going to give you a little uh, trick about how you can find where the judgment is and what colors you might use with that. So um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about red first. And red is the, the color that's in the lower part of the body, the lower hips down to the, through the legs and feet. And the... The challenge in red is to to feel safe, to feel like you have enough to eat, that you have enough energy to do what you're going to need to do, that that you have a place to live, all of the basics that kind of keep your life going. So one of the things that can happen in this arena, and it's very connected to because green of the heart is the complementary color. It's the color that's crossed on the color wheel. And the, the red connects us more to our our human self and the green more to that deeper part of ourself. Well, what can come from this is jealousy. Because if someone you know has a better, better house or a better car or um, more money or they seem to have more energy than you, you can start being judgmental about how that person is. And in order to shift that energy, what we find is that you begin to bring in the green from the heart. And when you open your heart and you begin to feel who you are in that deeper place, that begins to shift this this thing of jealousy because you begin to understand the deeper part of yourself and you become more satisfied with who you are. And we have some ways of doing that through breathing exercises but even as you are here today, if that is one of the places where you found that you had judgment in your life, if you will just sit with red and green and ask them to work together to help you shift any judgment that you feel is still left in you, what we found is color, like everything else in creation, has consciousness. It all comes from the same source. So when you're talking about colors, you can talk with those colors and ask them to help you. So um, what, I, what, what I want you to do is think about if there's any jealousy there. And if there is, just ask the red and green to go in and surround that, dissolve any energy that's stuck around that, um, ask the colors to swirl through that energy and break it up. So it's as simple as that in some cases. Some cases it goes deeper that than that, and it takes a while to, to move it. But now, um, Leslie, 
what would you say is one of the uh, issues that might come up in the yellow that can cause judgment? In the yellow? Um, well, knowing that yellow is about um, uh, our mental clarity and about um, how we put ourselves out in the world, um, I think that part of that could show up like um, uh, um, kind of being, um, well, it's almost like jealousy. It's like envious of someone who's maybe uh, done, maybe they're up for a job that you're up for and they get the job and, or, um, I don't know, is that where we're, kind of heading with that? Yeah, it's kind of that whole idea of, of again, um, comparing yourself with somebody else, believing because your family told you that you were supposed to be smart in a certain area, that that you have to be smart in that area, even if that isn't your true area of expertise. You know, it's that kind of thing of placing tremendous expectations on us to be something that we're not. Or placing expectations on us to stop thinking in a certain way. And that's, right. you know, just telling yourself to stop thinking doesn't work. Yeah, I, I've i noticed that when we work with people, a lot of that is that not good enough part uh, can show yes, there. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have someone here who would like to join the conversation, so I'm going to bring them in. Um let me do this right here. <laughs> so, um, Erico 207, you're on with us. Who are we talking to? This is Anne in Bangkok. Anne, hello. Hi. Hello, Arlene. How are you? Leslie. I am Hi. good. I missed you both. Okay, I, well, I well, into this. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. You're Arlene. on. Oh yeah. well, I just I I I said oh I'm gonna I'm gonna get to the I'm gonna get to the computer so I can hear this tonight. And when you said I will share just this story because it seems like it's important that I share this. When you said uh, that we learn these things in the family, and then you mm-hmm. said um, we we find out what our expectations are, but we're not we're supposed to be a certain way, but we're not supposed to be judgmental. I thought, oh my goodness. <laughs> That's my family. <laughs> so apparently it's everyone else's as well. I a couple of weeks ago I uh I was working with a medium and I just came out of the blue and I said I'm going to, you know, give this medium a shot. And at the very end of the reading, she said, "Your aunt is coming through." And I thought, "My aunt would never come through." But it was my aunt, and her name was Ruth. And she spoke about this, that her entire life was wrapped up in expectations of what the family wanted her to do and what she was supposed to be. And she was very happy I was not going to follow the same path. And I just wanted to share that with whoever's listening, whoever is supposed to get this, that even from beyond, <laughs> it's important that uh, that we take this seriously. This isn't just, you know, 
coming up with an idea of being nice about people. It really is about control and expectations and, how, as you said, how we view ourselves and how we let others seep into how we yes. view ourselves and what we do. Exactly. And this is so about taking responsibility for ourselves and and um, letting go of the shoulds. The shoulds mm-hmm. are what keep us in that place of judging ourselves, and that then in turn moves out and we judge other people. I have seen the shifts in people when they stop judging themselves. They then are in a position to just observe other people and notice how they are and make decisions from there, but they aren't tied into wanting that person to change and be what they think they ought to be. Hmm. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that because that that's uh, that's very cool. So we get messages wow. in a lot of ways, don't we? <laughs> we do, we do. And I have noticed one other short thing. I've noticed that lately, when I when I find myself being judgmental, it feels like I've bumped up against something. You know, like there's like there's something standing there that wants me to realize what I've just done. So I evidently a big issue for you know for the for me to kind of cross over at this point. So thank you, well, Arlene. And let's do... Yeah, thank well, I'm you. glad that you joined us. Wow. <laughs> we will happy yeah, to do come so. In I'm gonna... Oh, I will. I'm going to hang up now and enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you so much. All right. Sounds good. Thanks. Bye-bye. Oh, that was fun to hear from Anne. And and I've been in on a number of our classes, and and we've always enjoyed her over the years, so that was really fun. So um, that's interesting that she picked up on the same thing I did, that on the one hand there's judgmentalness in the family, on the other hand you're not supposed to judge. (laughs) So that may be more widespread than we realize, Leslie. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I think so. So back to the fact that you can't just stop the thoughts because you've decided you're going to stop the thoughts. At least that's not my experience. Um, You can push them down, but then at some point when when you're not being vigilant, they're going to come up. And uh, sometimes it'll surprise you with things that you say or things that you do, and you go, what? That's not who I am. (laughs) So... um, Shifting the energy of it is really important. So now we were talking about yellow, and the complement for yellow is purple. So if any of you have had self-esteem issues, if you have thought that you weren't good enough or somebody else wasn't good enough, or if you um, thought that you're, you're not doing what someone told you you were, you were supposed to be doing, like your job or your whatever, if you're feeling in some way that there's a part of you that's going, you're not doing it right, you're not uh, making the right decisions, that kind of thing. So let's just take a second and sit with that part that is feeling like um, there's judgment there. And again, let's just bring in yellow and purple, and we're going to ask them to dissolve those old thoughts, those old ways of being, We're going to ask those colors to just swirl through that energy that's stuck in that one place and just begin to move that out. Let's just breathe into that for a moment. Just feel the yellow and purple as it's doing its work. 
dissolving things that we're done with, releasing those layers that we've taken on that aren't really who we are. Okay, so take a deep breath and just know that part of that process has started and that um, you'll be guided to the next step of where to go with that. And if you want some help, we're always available at the Power of Color to help you with that. So then the final one is the colors. Um, let's see, we did yellow and purple. We didn't do orange and blue. So uh, did we do? Yeah, so orange and blue, let's do that. Orange is the place where we have a lot of emotional stuff that gets stuck. And orange is in the belly and blue is in the throat. And the yellow is in the solar plexus and the in the head. So let's do the orange and blue, so the, the belly and the throat, which are our creative centers. So one of the things that happens is a lot of emotional energy gets caught in the orange and that affects our ability to express ourselves and to express who we are in this lifetime. So if you think about it, there's a lot of emotional stuff that comes up with uh, these kinds of judgments. There's a lot of hurt. And one of the ones that I was thinking about in the orange and blue is abandonment. I can't tell you how many times I have run into situations where people have felt abandoned. And there's... um, There's a huge judgment that goes along with that. And sometimes what happens is the person who feels abandoned starts believing that somehow they did something wrong and that's why they're abandoned. And by abandoned, I don't mean necessarily that somebody left, but they just weren't present. Or I've heard people say, I just feel invisible. Uh, Or uh, the blue is the, the expression part of this, and they'll say, nobody hears me. So so when the energy is stuck in the orange and blue, you can feel very alone. And and this whole sense of being left alone is huge for humans. So think of a time or place in you where you have felt that kind of aloneness or that kind of abandonment. And just bring in orange and blue and even if you you don't have to see them, you can just know that they're there and just ask them to come in and start dissolving those old hurts and the, that old sense of being alone. And we'll just ask that what comes in will be that real sense of being supported, of being that there's so much help here and that, that you are fully uh, here to express yourself to feel good feelings, to express what comes from you. And when when difficulties come that, come, that you can just be with those feelings and allow them and then eventually move through them. So just feel that for a moment. Just be with that. And just surround that hurt, asking the orange and blue to dissolve it. And the orange and blue may be swirling through that energy to move the part that's stuck. Good. Good. Now take a deep breath. And just feel how you're releasing all of that energy that was stuck. 
So if you see that that what can happen is those places where we have taken on um, beliefs, emotions, uh, uh, patterns, these don't fit who we are. It's like somebody put a blanket over us and we're trying to take off these layers of blankets and find us below that. And so the more that we can release these judgments of ourselves, the more we can just be present as who we are. And when we get to that place of who we are, there's no judgment. There's just being who we are. So, Leslie, what would you say discernment is to you? If we're going to replace judgmentalism with discernment, what does that mean to you? Discernment to me means um, being able to look at a situation or a feeling or a pattern and not uh, put a value on it, but just to see what's occurring. So, um, you know, we talk a little bit about um, kind of stepping back from it and taking a look at a situation. And when you do that, it's like you you remove yourself from the judgment in it and um, can see different points of view at that point. So I think um, that allows us to make choices and, and uh, in a clear way rather than bringing that judgment forward to, to make the um, choice. Yeah, that's so true. And, and you know, the, the element that's in that when we step back is we begin to access our inner knowing. So it's not just that we're going back to old patterns of thinking or old patterns of feeling, but we're accessing another part of us that's giving us a bigger picture, that, that's changing the perspective from what we've, what we've seen things. And what I notice is that when we step back in that observation role, it's like I see myself and how I am operating, and I see other people and how they're operating. And those of you who know me, one of my favorite uh, ways of, of dealing with that is to say, oh, how human of me. Because I, I grew up not not really appreciating my humanness. I, I thought I was here to be perfect, not to be human. <laughs> that, that was a big... That was a big difficulty when I finally figured out what that perfection is really not what it's about, but it's really about living in the moment and being present with whatever's there and that that when we do something that's not truly in alignment with who we are, that's our humanness coming out. And there are, then we can pay attention because we realize that something is out of alignment. But it also helps me when I see other people who are doing something that I know is not who they are. I mean, I can feel who they are, and then they do these interesting things that I, and so I now I'm able to say, wow, how human of them. And that somehow just takes that judgment out of it. It's just, it's looking at it and saying, we are all human. We're doing the best we can. And sometimes we do things that are not quite in alignment with who we really are. So, you know, this is kind of what I wanted to offer today is just a different perspective. 
of how we can live our lives. And as we let go of all of our inner judgment and our outer judgment and we look at things from this discerning place, we begin to make choices in our life that really are in alignment with who we are, what we're here for, what our purpose is, what what we are about in this lifetime, and that's where satisfaction comes. That's where you begin to feel, oh, finally, I can be who I am. And that's really our goal. Leslie and I are here to help all of you get to the place where you can shift these layers of stuff and get down to the real you. And uh, we have a basic color course that I want to invite you to take a look at. If you will go to transformationaltools.com slash capital B, capital C, capital C1. So it's BCC1, but it's capital letters. You'll get a chance to look at that. And we have some people going through that as a home step right now. And Leslie's helping with that. So our time's up, Leslie. <laughs> Thank you for being with me today. <laughs> and uh, it was nice to have Anne on the call. So um, I hope you'll all be with us on the um, fourth Wednesday of the uh, – well, let's see, no, we're coming up on June, so it's the, the second Wednesday in June at 3.30 mm-hmm. Pacific. So thanks, Leslie. Okay. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. See you all next week. Bye-bye. Thanks. Thanks for being part of the Power of Color Radio. Join us every second and fourth Wednesday at 3.30 p.m. Pacific, 6.30 p.m. Eastern for a half hour of colorful information and transformational experiences. In the meantime, you can find us at www.thepowerofcolor.com.